everybody. Welcome to VHS, the show where we revisit the t- cinematic hits of our formative years. Each episode, we watch and discuss the top grossing film from that week, 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. Our movie this week is Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, the sequel to the 1993 hit Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Yeah! This- yeah, Cassie's <laughs> raring to go. <laughs> in do you do you want to summarize do you want to give a little, no, 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 no. little plot wrap up you're doing great no i couldn't even begin pro- to attempt to. you'd probably have a hard time being objective since you love it so much but yep definitely uh, in this movie ace is hired by some sort of vestige of colonial africa to track down um <laughs> a rare sacred white bat to prevent Ooh. tribal warfare in the made-up African country of Nibia. <laughs> and this does take place in modern day. The movie, <laughs> along the way, Ace has inexplicable sexual liaisons <laughs> and a lot of action sequences and pretty high-budget special effects. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's all that. Plus, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's trademark rubber face routines. <laughs> It's got a 33% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 72% with Rotten Tomatoes audiences. For context, the original has a 57% 57 from the audience. No, 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 no. Look it up, Cassie. This is what Rotten Tomatoes says. And um, I'm, I, I like to say I'm not surprised anymore about things that the American people decide, <laughs> but yeah, we're, their uh, judgment is questionable. We're right on par for this week in history, apparently. Makes perfect sense. Perfect yes, sense. Yeah. It does. Ace Ventura 2 is better than Ace Ventura. Sure. <laughs> um, this steaming pile of guano opened at number one on November 10th, 1995, and it grossed $37.8 million wow. that first weekend. Um, mm. Yeah, compare that to Powder, which brought in $7 million um, its, its opening weekend, where it was number two. So That's fair. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not saying Powder deserved more, just for context. <laughs> this one uh, finally unseated Get Shorty with a big, big opening weekend. Mm-hmm. The first one, um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, came out in February of 1994 and brought in a total of 71.6 million, like wow. over the whole time it was in theaters. And this one got more than half that in the opening weekend alone. It's clearly hotly anticipated. Yeah, people were foaming at the mouth for this sequel. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> I can imagine, I like, if I was aware that a sequel was happening, I would have been really excited about it, because I loved the first one. Yes. I watched it more times than I could count. Like, it was one of those where it would end, and I would rewind it and watch it again. Oh, my God. So many times. Yeah. Yep. Um, Me too. I'm not sure if those movies were marketed toward kids, but given how many jokes are about farts and talking butts and just <laughs> gibberish i have to think that they were strongly pushed toward kids definitely yeah they had to be um and it was they're they're rated pg-13 so kids can't go by themselves but mm. i don't know i feel like 12 13 year olds probably right in that 
that window of mm-hmm. uh, maturity to appreciate the humor in these movies. Yeah, it's probably a similar audience to what brought in the big bucks for Mortal Kombat back mm-hmm. in September. Yep. So Cass, what do you remember about this movie back when you were the target audience for it? <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I didn't remember a whole lot going in. There were two scenes that I really remember from like really stuck out in my mind and the first one is what everyone is gonna say it's the part where he comes out the rhino's butt yep i remember yep. that part yeah that i think that that really burns into your memory <laughs> the image of his stupid Blech. white arms coming out the latex buttonhole of the rhino. <laughs> And I will say that I found it less funny this time around as an adult. <laughs> okay. But less funny, but you you still found it funny, didn't you? I kinda laughed a little bit, yeah. I did. I laughed a little bit at the horrified reactions from the tourists, but <laughs> the family. Oh, <laughs> like, oh the mother yeah. rhino is giving birth. Beautiful. Yeah. Um the the other scene that I really remembered enjoying was at the very beginning with the slinky. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. That just really, I really loved that as a child and watching it again, I loved it even more. Probably. That one was a pretty good, that one was a pretty good bit. Um, <laughs> Gets to the last stair and stops. <laughs> Can you believe it? Uh, yep. Loved I it. never, I never had that much success with slinkies. Like, I that's slinky, but oh, it no. stopped pretty high up on the staircase. Yeah, no, it's she completely implausible. Lucky. Yeah, but especially when they zoom out on the actual staircase, which I was <laughs> I was paying attention to this time around, not so much when I was a kid. But they had like several landings where the slinky would have had to stop. You know what I mean? Like there were sets of stairs. Yeah, it's a. It's a distraction in an otherwise very realistic way. <laughs> it really bothered me, is what I'm saying. <laughs> really took the magic yeah. out of the slinky for me. No, that was a that was a pretty decent bit, and um, the one that I, the joke in the movie that I really liked was the one where he's at the fancy party, all the muckety mucks, <laughs> and um. Ace spots a a woman wearing a fur stole over her over her shoulders and he confronts her because Ace's one redeeming quality is that he's an animal lover mm-hmm. um, and asks her how something like how she would feel to be like skinned and hung over someone's arm and then he punches her husband who looks like <laughs> the Monopoly man in yes. the face <laughs> and throws him over his shoulder and prances around the room singing and <laughs> stroking his stole made from a man. It was great, yeah. <laughs> I laughed out loud at that one too. I laughed pretty heartily <laughs> at that one. And then when he made the, the unconscious guy say, do not pass go, do not collect $200. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I think it's safe to say that there are a few, uh, a few still funny bits in the movie, but (laughs) over a big, but 
most of it (laughs) big rhino but most of it's intolerable and terrible bordering on uh offensive (laughs) yeah i think that's what took this movie from just like well it's not for me it's pretty dumb to i really i really don't like this movie (laughs) it's like all right i made a list I made a list of the top five things that I hated about this movie. <laughs> top do five. Want, do you want to hear about it? Well, we were running. I, I was out of town this weekend or for several days uh, of the past few days. I just got in last night and watched the movie and I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. So it's only five <laughs> things. It could go on. But yes, let's let's discuss the, the top five. I'm sure five. I'll think of more. But uh <laughs> The order is the order is not perfectly set. Like, mm. I, I just because I say them in this order doesn't necessarily mean that this is uh, reflects how much I hate them. But mm-hmm. uh, starting at number five, which is the least offensive, the music. <laughs> it was like the soundtrack from a commercial for a monster truck rally. <laughs> just like it, it had no place in a movie. It was just like your classic. <laughs> electric guitar buy this toy and come to a monster truck rally (laughs) Uh, i mean i think they established the weird electric guitar as ace ventura's like soundtrack from the first one because there was a lot of that in the first one too but was there as much um Okay, so here's uh, there the thing. There was. There definitely was some. There was but... some, but I think what I observed from watching this is basically the sequel just takes all of the small things from the first one mm-hmm. and just cranks up the volume on them. Like, yeah. all right, let's have a little, you know, cool guitar riffs when he, like, drives <laughs> his car. And in this one, they're like, you know what? They loved those guitar riffs. Let's just do that all the time. Yep. And... It clearly worked for a lot of people. They yeah. got people in the theaters. They they ate it up. Mm. Uh, but for me, it was it really got on my nerves. Oh, um, it was intolerable. But not enough to rank higher on the list. Mm. Number There's four, much, much worse. <laughs> Number four: the mm. sexual objectification of women in a movie geared toward kids. <laughs> what women? Sexual objectification <laughs> of woman in a movie geared toward kids. Maybe of it wasn't meant woman. to reflect all women, but the mm. princess of one of the African tribes, mm-hmm. l- beautiful young lady, um, inexplicably sexually attracted to Ace Ventura, nah, which is another yeah. thing that's weird in the first movie. Like, it doesn't make any sense that Courtney Cox's character is attracted to Ace. I mean, no. everyone's got their thing, I guess. So maybe uh. that's just her weird fetish that was unearthed by her time spent working with ace but this one was even more bizarre it's not like they had some working relationship and she got to know him and was like this guy's got a lot of good qualities and also he can bend in all the right (laughs) ways she just sees him and she's like "Ooh, weird looking incredibly immature guy (laughs) jerk i want want a huge jerk (laughs) i want him to take my virginity Mm-hmm. So and then and he kept getting in comments like, "Oh, when she's when she's dancing, she's doing this weird dance that looks more like a Shakira dance than any <laughs> kind of African dance I've yeah. ever seen." But she just shoves her her belly close to his face. At and one then point. he asks for a dollar. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. 
like do kids even get that joke if so i mean i guess that's not a joke for kids as yeah. much as the butt talking is but like the butt talking. the reflexive asking for a dollar when you see a woman showing skin mm-hmm. no it's pretty um, bad teach them while they're young maybe it was um, love at first sight though he says something about a rack later it's just like it's totally this is a movie about a man who finds pets yeah anyway. let's just keep it to that so you know it's it's only one woman so mm. that's why it's why i put it at number four number mm. three the stale repetition of jokes from the first movie like mm-hmm. every single one it was like they wrote the whole script or whatever and then just stuck the jokes in they're like where are we gonna put alrighty then <laughs> where are we gonna put who's a her where are we gonna put eating nuts and spilling the seeds everywhere where are Sunflower we gonna put seeds. like a glove yeah, no, I had the opposite thought, actually. I thought they just made a list of all of the great <laughs> one-liners from the first one and arranged yeah. them and then thought, hmm, what kind of <laughs> plot could we just arrange around these things? Yeah, that's probably more likely. <laughs> it was pretty awful. I was like, I mean, yeah, stick a few here and there, but uh, not funny. Mm-hmm. Number two, the cultural insensitivity, which... It's a movie from 1995 that depends heavily on African tribes for the plot. Just let your imagination run wild. Um, Again, maybe that's just because it's dated. It seems to me like those would have been pretty stale jokes already in 1995. Like most, if not all, colonial governments had been... uh, like disbanded and those countries had achieved independence so i'm not really sure that that was like really cutting edge humor but ace ventura isn't really cutting edge humor um (laughs) just got on my nerves it wasn't i wasn't feeling it and Mm. uh number one is jim carrey slash ace's general obnoxiousness overall Mm. he's a dick he's just he has no good qualities other than he likes animals and he doesn't even like the animal in this one (laughs) like i guess he's his entire motivation is the twenty thousand dollars yeah because he's a terrible person yeah like in the first one he he really loved animals they make a big show in this one about how he gets all upset about the dead animals but like he doesn't seem to have any sense of fairness overall no, or like standing up for the little guy is just, oh, I hate this disgusting bat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me my money. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense either, even in the context that they set up in the movie of him being like at a monastery and trying to achieve enlightenment. Like, like in the first one, he was like a dude living in Miami um, mm-hmm. and had no money and wanted to take care of animals, so he he needed the money to live. But yeah, <sighs> and I feel like he had more redeeming qualities in the first one. Like, yeah, I thought uh, so too. I don't know if that's just because I was a kid and I was oblivious, or because he um. Well, here's one thing. He has friends in the first one. And in this one, he doesn't really have any supporting characters. They're just a bunch of stock characters who, who are set up there as jokes. Yeah, Whereas in yeah. the first one, like, he's got his friend on the police 
school uh-huh. that he's like tone loke he's got courtney cox who likes him mm-hmm. yeah uh, that might be it oh he's and got the, dan marino dan marino and the the hippie guy who has the oh, password yeah. about new england clam chowder <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that goes a long way towards showing a character is likable if they have friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but Ace is just like totally uh, irreverent and rude mm-hmm. to people who deserve it and people who don't. Like the the Monopoly man deserves to be made fun of. <laughs> yeah, the- and that's why that one was funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of punching down that happens in this movie, though. Like, yeah, it's funny to make fun of colonial overlords. Not so funny to make fun of Africans who don't speak great English. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure if I would even like the first one if I hadn't seen it when I was a kid. I think mm. I would, because singing, singing opera out of your butt is kind of funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with the fact that you had seen the first one and it was, I mean, undisputably more well done than this one. So, like, you fell in love, so to speak, with the character of Ace Ventura from the <laughs> original. Like, Boy, haha, did I. <laughs> he can talk out of his butt and he makes all these funny jokes. And then when you see him in this one... Yeah, it's, it's just not what you remember. Yeah, it's just cheap. I lost some respect for Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of respect for Jim Carrey as it is, but... Uh, he's He's got a lot of... Like, uh, this movie was terrible, but he <laughs> is still, the like, the king of, like, physical comedy, as far as I'm concerned, with just his face... And the mm-hmm, things he mm-hmm. does with his face <laughs> and his body too, like um, when he got uh, uh, spears thrown into his legs, <laughs> just standing there like screaming at them. I, that yeah. was still funny to me. <laughs> also, it was more funny because he was, you know, getting hurt, which I found funny <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember wanting Ace Ventura to have a comeuppance in the first movie. Well, here's yeah. here's maybe why I. I understand why the studio and Jim Carrey would want to cash in on this and be like, we could make twice as much money if we made another movie. Um, Mm. But in the era of VHS, the viewer doesn't really need to go out and see a new movie. You like the Mm -hmm. first one? Watch it again and again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. It's like, maybe that's why I haven't really dipped a foot into the Ace Ventura or into the Jim Carrey pool for like many years. Is because if I want to see good Jim Carrey, yeah. There are a few things already in the canon that I can watch. Oh yeah. Stick to the stick to the good stuff. You don't need any of the other stuff. You know, like like the the original Ace Ventura and Liar Liar. Oh my god, I forgot about Liar Liar. I was thinking oh, about yeah. Dumb and Dumber, but yeah. Oh no, Liar Liar's my fave. Yeah, I love Liar Liar too. Mm-hmm. And what else did he do in his golden age? He he did the mask, and I also hated the mask even <laughs> when I was little. Yeah, that one is a bit much. Uh, I feel like it's when he plays these like really ridiculous characters, and he doesn't have uh, any restraint, so it just becomes him spouting one-liners and acting crazy, which. 
I think I would watch that. I would watch that without all the semblance of a plot. Yeah. Into a movie like uh, if they just recorded Jim Carrey doing weird things with his face and making gibberish (laughs) noises and shoving asparagus in his mouth and (laughs) tomatoes in his nose. (laughs) That's funny. You don't have to put in some stupid plot about about Africa. (laughs) Yeah. I I still love Jim Carrey. He's, you know, I guess that's what it is. Like some some people have comedians that just make them laugh regardless of what garbage they're in, and I think Jim Carrey is it for me. Yeah, it could be, could be. Uh, I'm trying to think if I have anybody like that. Mm. Uh, I I don't feel that way about Adam Sandler anymore. <laughs> that no. he would be the closest comparison. At one time, he he was up for that award, but uh, <laughs> he's long surpassed his quota for shitty movies. <laughs> Maybe Will Ferrell. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. It's like I saw Get Hard, and I laughed pretty heartily throughout it, but apparently it's not generally considered a very funny movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Well, I mean... You don't have to pay for it. Maybe you should watch it. Like if it's still, I think it's on HBO. Cool. That's how I watched it. I will do that. Yeah, it's it's got some dopey humor. If you, again, I think it's one of those where, so it's perfectly conceivable that a lot of people would watch this movie and just be like, and, and enjoy it and not be offended at all by any of the offensive elements, even though mm-hmm. like, if you choose to think about it, it's pretty disturbing but it's also a stupid movie it's like a stupid Jim Carrey movie that's not trying to really like indoctrinate anyone into anything I think Get Hard had some I saw some similar critique where I didn't read the article but it was just like um, it perpetuates stereotypes about our prison population or something like that and I was like yeah if that's something that was important to me I probably wouldn't have found the stupid humor of this movie worth it Um, for, for some chuckles but on the whole, overall, I think this movie, I think I don't like Ace Ventura when nature calls because it's uh, not funny. Not because yes. it's, at the end of the day, if if it were funnier, I might not mind how offensive it is. Mm, it's not funny. There's bits that are funny, but the movie as a whole is not particularly funny. That said, I'm kind of surprised I didn't demand that my mom take me to see it in theaters. <laughs> um, I don't think I saw either in the theater, the original or this one. These were VHS only viewings. And I can remember me and my brother um, and our dumb friend watching the original like 80 times a day and like rewinding bits like after they happened like um the part with the in the original where he imitates (laughs) a dolphin (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah there there are tons of things in the first one that i that tickle me because they're just like seared into who i am at this point Mm -hmm. like my comedy dna so like the part where (laughs) He comes out of the bathroom. 
<laughs> he's soaking wet. And he goes, do not go in there. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah. I saw that today. I just probably not not love it so much. But now I can't even think about it without laughing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I hope we get, I hope coming up on the schedule, we have more movies that are, uh, are the first of a comedy franchise. If we have to keep watching sequels of beloved comedies, I'm probably going to get pretty bummed <laughs> out. It's <so> sad. <laughs> um, we could make a decision to just like watch the sequel and then be like, yeah, well, the sequel sucked, but let's talk about the original. <laughs> well, we've got, yeah. We kind of did that this time. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to just shit on things for mm-hmm. an, an entire hour. That's what we did with powder. <laughs> and there was plenty to shit on there. <laughs> it was still fun, though. Yeah, I'm not seeing. I'm just gazing over the schedule for the next few months, and I don't see. I don't t- see too many sequels. That's We're going to have um, Father of the Bride Part 2 coming mm. up in a few weeks and that one is great so or at least i, I remember it being i don't remember it martin short is in it oh now i do yep do you know who else is in it do you know guess diane keaton yes <laughs> <laughs> yes um, i remember the first one i don't remember the sequel i don't remember much about either of them except Steve Martin makes a really funny joke about um, how hot dogs come in different denominations that, or like different amounts than hot dog buns. So you get stuck <laughs> in an infinite loop of buying more buns and then more hot dogs until you, <laughs> until you can finish your package. Yep. It's a conspiracy. It's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the uh, cliffhanger opening? It was really, really sad. <laughs> I mean, it's really sad in Cliffhanger, right? And it's even sadder when it's a raccoon that's squeaking, squeaking Aww. in fear. His little paws drift, like, his slipping weird, out of his hands. Weird human-like hands. Maybe that's why Ace is so torn up throughout the rest of the movie that's maybe that maybe that's why he's such a dick that would have been a better movie if the mm. whole movie was about him being an asshole because he hasn't forgiven himself for losing this raccoon yeah yeah play up the uh you know tortured soul thing a little better and that would have given more explanation for why a lady was into him could have been like she's helping him through his issues they're bonding there you go. Mm. we just fixed this movie bam bam it's done now they can now they can go back and remake it. But you know, it wouldn't have made it possible for the scene where Ace psychically connects to his Buddhist teacher guy and they all chant already then. I mean, <laughs> is it worth it to miss that scene to have a good movie? Well, they could rewrite it so that I, point point taken, sorry. <laughs> you should be. But um, instead of the, the teacher begging the fat African white guy to take Ace out of the monastery because Ace is so despicable, mm-hmm. he could have just told Ace, like, 
you're not learning anything here. You have to go back out into the world. Mm. You can't hide mm. from your destiny forever. Which is how it usually works in movies mm. with with monastery interludes, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you've got your training done, now go live in the world. That's too smart. You know, I never thought that we would we would dismiss intelligence as a quality in a movie that um, had made crying game references earlier in the <laughs> franchise and classic <laughs> opera. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to hold Ace Ventura to a higher standard. Mm. Also, I, it really annoys me that in just like half an hour of gabbing about this movie, we came up with a slight plot twist that makes it a lot better as a movie. <laughs> I feel like a lot of things could have helped this movie. <laughs> Get the impression that Jim Carrey just kind of ran amok and like they threw money at him and said like, make it happen, magic weird man. Yeah. Bring us do, more of that money. Do more of the things you did that people laughed at. Do them all the time. Now, maybe I would like the movie if he had just tried to eat his own neck. Like <laughs> <laughs> that one always gets me. <laughs> I do love that too. Uh, uh. Um, but I'm probably gonna cut out these last few minutes that we've been talking. <laughs> 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 Rambling with no particular <laughs> everything direction. is garbage. <laughs> everything Woo! is garbage, but most especially Ace Ventura mm. too. Ventura. <laughs> yes, Satan. <laughs> I just want to go watch the first one now. It's so much better. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's that's the deal you make when you decide to do a podcast that talks about Hollywood movies every week. You're going to mm-hmm. get a lot of shitty, shitty uh, choices. Stinkers. Because that's what the audiences want Mm. but the good news is we are heading into the christmas season the holiday movie season and that's when all the really good ones come out good movies yeah it's been so long um yeah it's been since like seven since we both liked a movie (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty bad that is not a good record no To, to be fair there's not a whole lot of great things coming out present day in this time period (laughs) it's true Hmm. people spend their money on crap all right so on that note (laughs) (laughs) do you think people should check out ace ventura when nature calls no no, just really? watch the first one. No, of course not. Don't watch this. It's awful. Did you think I would tell them to watch it? <laughs> There's some, I don't know. You seem to like some of the stupid gags. I mean, that that should be the first warning. I have really, really low standards for comedies. <laughs> and I'm telling you, don't watch it. Okay. We already recounted all of the funny parts to you. That's true. Um, <laughs> if you're interested in watching Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, just go to YouTube and type in Monopoly Man. 
and rhino butt and then mm. you're done no skip the rhino oh. butt Mm-mm. cliffhanger slinky slinky slinky, slinky. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a minor joke in the movie too that's a that's the sort of sort of simple pleasures that ace ventura should should settle for mm. everyone loves the slinky <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. So that's about the end of our show for this week. Thank you to everyone for joining us on VHS. If you want to find us on Twitter, we have a handle that no one ever types anything on. That's at VHS pod. We'll be back. Uh, the schedule's been pretty rocky lately with a lot of traveling and upheaval in our schedules, but uh, going to try to release a whole batch for you and get back to a semblance of regular posting in mm. the coming weeks as we head into this holiday season of some pretty good movies ahead of us um so that's it for this week and just remember if it seems to you like the whole world is falling apart and everything is garbage uh look at the movies that were at the top of the charts in fall of 1995 <laughs> everything has always been garbage <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, go watch a movie. Make it fun. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Nope. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.